As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the Just for Clicks podcast. Today, we have a special guest in the house. His name is Sean Willits. Hello, hello. We're going to be doing uh, some some emails. We're going to be doing some some news. We're going to be doing some uh, hot takes, controversial opinions. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. But in no particular order. Oh, really? Yeah, Sean, Sean uh, what, what do you want to do first? Do you want, oh. you want to look at what's trending on Twitter? Get, oh, just, my God. Just get your off-the-cuff reaction? Oh, decisions. I'm not good at decisions. We could do the hot takes on Twitter. Okay, the hot yeah. takes. The first hot take we have today is hot dogs are sandwiches. That's from Ryan Michael. This is really important stuff. It makes sense that we're talking about this. What, yeah. what, what do you think, Sean? I, I don't know. I, I don't think I agree. Usually the bread is only cut halfway, and it doesn't reach the other. It doesn't cut the ha- like on the other end. So oh. I would agree if it was a sandwich, if the bun was completely separate from itself, like it was just two separate pieces of bread. But uh, you know, most hot dogs are not. So therefore, I say no. That actually makes <laughs> that actually makes sense. I mean, I I just think like it doesn't make any sense that they're sandwiches. They're not. All right, we have another one from MJ Walsh. He says, uh, "Cartoons have never been better." People just like to pick and choose what they remember and what they look at today. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I, I think uh, cartoons are, they've never looked better. There is a certain quality to, you know, uh, the way it was back then, but I, I think it's true. I think I think we have, like, uh, a lot better cartoons nowadays. Uh, they just look a lot better. But uh, there is a certain charm to, uh, like, 90s cartoons and 60s cartoons, just like, you know anything but i don't know it's all about the writing at the end of the day i feel like there's more cartoons out now as well yeah like the volume of cartoons has increased yeah. so yeah i'm not as familiar with like what's going on with like the, the the kid cartoons you know the whole scene today but uh you know i i grew up on uh you know like the powerpuff girls and dexter's lab and batman the animated series all that stuff seems really classic to me you know but yeah I, I have no clue what's even happening no, I'm good, sure it's fine. That's a good point, though, about the volume about the volume of of, uh, of cartoons because there's just a lot more now. There's like a ton on Netflix you as well. Really, yeah, yeah, lo- really lots of different anime. I, I never even got into anime, so there's a ton of anime that oh, I've yeah. never watched. Yeah, there's too too much anime actually. <laughs> there could be too much. All right, yeah, next good. one is from uh, Tormented Raven. He says uh, pineapple belongs on pizza. Agree. Uh, yeah. Now, it can go on pizza. Yeah. Powerful statement. (laughs) Depends on your mood. I I think it's just like a meme to, like, clown on pineapple on pizza, but it's actually not bad at all. It it tastes really good. I get pineapple on pizza probably, like, half the time I order pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or just cheese. 
Got another one from uh, Bouncy Ball Studios. He says, age does not equal wisdom. Age plus experience equals wisdom. As someone who often has disagreements with their own parents, the phrase, listen to your elders, feels too vague and misleading of an advice, especially for young people. Uh, nah, you should listen to your elders. You should do it. Stop questioning everything. <laughs> Shut up. Conform. What do you think, Sean? I, I think, um... I think it depends on uh, who you respect, you know, just in general. Uh, it d- doesn't matter their age. I think it also depends on if, like, the who, person who, giving yeah. the advice, like, follows their own advice. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times parents will, like, say, like, you know, don't have sex before marriage, but then they, like, that's how, like, you were born, like, because yeah. they had sex before marriage. Or, like, you know, don't do this or don't do that, but, like, when they were younger, they did that exact thing. Like, yeah. so it's like, how am I supposed to respect you? And what you're saying if you don't follow your own advice. And it's like, well, now I'm older and I can look back and see that that was messed up. But it still doesn't matter. You already did it. Yeah. You know, like, 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 say, like, the parent went out drinking a lot and partied a lot when they were kids. And now they have a kid and they don't want their kid to go out and party and drink a lot. It's like, well, you already fucked up. <laughs> you know? You already set a bad example. Yeah. So you have, you have no ground to stand on. You, you, can't, you can't expect uh, anyone to take you seriously. When uh when you don't follow your own rules. Yeah, and I think it really just is is just like who do you look who do you look up to you know who who who's a, a person that you really respect uh, and uh, it's usually the people that follow their own advice and their own or you know follow the stuff that they uh, they're telling you practice to do, what you they know? preach they practice what they preach and yeah they, they walk the walk you know yeah so I mean and yeah th- there's there's tons of people who have like you know have become stunted uh, you know emotionally like they're they may be like in their 60s but they have the mind of like a 14 year old you know just just because like they're so stubborn and they've never done the work to actually progress themselves and um fully realize themselves as a a human being and then there's other people who are uh you know very very wise and you know respectable so i think it all just depends on the person but you know as a general rule of thumb you should try to uh listen to your elders and, and respect people who are yeah who have more exp- experience than I, you i i respect my elders in kind of a different way actually mostly because through what they've done in their life they were uh an assistance in you know the people i know and me you know becoming in, into existence so i respect them that their you know their existence made me exist in a certain way so i appreciate that all right, the next one is from Glenn. He says, uh, the Bumblebee movie is... Oh, hold on a second. There's a lot of Bumblebee movie <laughs> tweets for some reason. I put out the call on Twitter for controversial opinions, and apparently... Oh, yeah. Nostalgia is my greatest enemy. The last night gives me the feeling of being a kid again. Bumblebee, although, is the superior film. It doesn't quite give me that feeling. That's from Landon Joseph. Hmm. Uh, I I personally did not like the Bumblebee movie. I thought it was really boring and uh really uh paint by numbers and i prefer a, a good old-fashioned bayham michael bay action extravaganza nonsense any day to like just the the boring trivial scripts and and the way it was shot i just didn't like bumblebee at all i thought it was just a, a big step down i i, I like the cocaine fueled adrenaline yeah transformers movies i actually like all the transformers movies i think they're all good yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever gonna watch them again, but I probably will. I, I you know, I they're just so watchable. You can yeah. throw them on in the background, and like they're, I mean, they're just, they're, I mean, they're horrible, but I, I love them. They're just so entertaining. 
Yeah, the effects look amazing. I mean, the effects they've got really they've got great sound design, the, the, and the sequences there's, are great. There's always crazy shit happening, like like uh, really toxic masculinity type stuff going on, and it's just, it's just fascinating <laughs> yeah. to watch. Well, one of my favorite, uh, yeah, I know for for sure, it's like a study on toxic males. One of my favorite action scenes is like the from the second one is the uh, like the death of Optimus Prime or whatever in the second one. It's like in the forest. It's like the coolest thing. I've, oh, that's you know, a great it sequence. It was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. I was like, I wasn't even a Transformers fan. I was like, this is like so realistic and so awesome. Uh, I really like that uh, part. Uh, so you know, I, there are things I like about it, but uh, yeah, actually, I um, I can't say anything about Bumblebee because I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen it? <laughs> I haven't seen Bumblebee. Yeah, I was really looking yeah. forward to it when yeah. it came out, and uh, I was just super disappointed. Like, yeah. I bought it. Oh. I bought it for like twenty bucks. Oh, so you have it? You, I got it. No, it. no, it's it's bad. It's it's really uh, bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, like I would the, never watch it again. I like the girl. got John Cena in it. Oh, he's I, terrible. Yeah, I like the I like the Haley Steinfeld. Girl. Oh, she she's, was so terrible in it. She's great in other things. Uh, yeah, I like her in other things, the, but but the the script it's she, really the script that, that was the problem. She's great as uh, Gwen Stacy in the uh, Spider Verse, but oh yeah, uh, I can't. You know, she's in that, but. Uh, and uh, Edge of Seventeen, she's great in that. But really, oh, yeah, I like that movie. I can really see what they were doing, like with her character was like uh, just really bad. Like in Bumblebee, like I mean, I might like it, but it was cringe, uh, bro. It, it, it is very cringe. It's very like, uh, it's very like the guy that the kid uh, from ET. Like it's very much like that. Like they're trying to do the ET thing where it's like, oh, Bumblebee is ET. And she's like the the you know yeah. little kid. They're, they're trying so like, hard to force uh, these, this emotion. Yeah. And you know, if it worked for some people, then that's great. It totally did not work for me. <laughs> I thought it was really yeah. forced and um, put on, and uh, then it wasn't earned. Travis I'm just Knight, bitter. I'm just yeah. bitter for for wasting twenty bucks on that movie. Oh, yeah. I kind of spent that twenty bucks on so many other cool stuff. Yeah. Okay. I think that that does it for the hot takes. Oh yeah, the last hot take was from myself. I said birthdays <laughs> are for children. What do you think about that, Sean? I, I, I think it's a good way to put it. Um, I think you probably <laughs> mean it more intense than that, but, uh, I was, I was telling you, I, I think it's, I think it's true. They're kind of more meant for children and it's more like a happy child experience because the older you get, people are just not really happy to age. They don't actually want to hear it. You know, they don't actually want to hear that they're aging. So. Uh, in that way, it's good. But I, I, I like it because, you know, like we should always, we should have more times to celebrate people's existence. So no, we should have less times. <laughs> this is like a country of people who just like love celebrating themselves. Yeah. It's so annoying. It's like, that's what we have Christmas for. We all give each other presents and then we move on with our lives and the rest of the year. I'm, I'm tired of, uh, of birthdays. I'm tired of Mother's Day father's day now there's grandpa day and grandma day what are all these <laughs> oh, stupid ass days i've never heard of that before it's just an excuse life. to buy material objects yeah and it's an excuse yeah. for people to get pissy and, and upset and feel personally offended and, if someone and also, forgets their, their their special day and, and forgets it to write on their facebook wall it's, it's uh, like it's like you, you know like birthdays are really lit when you're a kid because you're a little baby kid and yeah. you know it's like fun and you get to have a party and everything but like as you grow up, you're never going to match that same level of intensity and fun. Your birth- 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Earth is never going to be that cool again. People Very aren't going to give you as many yeah. presents because they don't care. And you're just going to feel disappointed. Let's just cancel birthdays. Yeah, I'm tired of, uh, of you know, having to keep up. And, and, and I have so many friends. I have like hundreds of friends. Yeah. Do, you th- do you think I can possibly remember everyone's birthday? <laughs> I, n- I never even go on Facebook anymore. So yeah. how am I supposed to know? And it, it's just so empty, you know, leaving a... Happy birthday on people's Facebook it walls. Is. Yeah, it's it's a joke. It's a total joke. Well, you know, it's nice to be like, hey, you know, I, you know, I rem- remember you. You know, or like I validate that, your you know, existence. All the existence. Are, yeah, you know, that's all it is. Want to keep in touch. You know, that's kind of how I treat it. But I feel like if we, uh, if we all like liked each other a lot more, like if the society kind of got along a lot better, it would make a little more sense to have days where we celebrate you know people a lot but you know it it doesn't really make a lot of sense for people are just like you know the same platform that like facebook where they people hate like debate each other endlessly that's like its main priority is also devoted to birthdays (laughs) you know it's kind of weird it's the birthday website it's the birthday it's also the birthday website yeah like i'm cancel birthdays I'm, i'm so over it hashtag cancel birthdays um all right, I think that's that'll do it for the hot takes uh, this this week. Uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and, and just um, quickly kind of browse Twitter <laughs> and see what's going on in the news, huh? Oh yeah. Trump escorted from news briefing by Secret Service following shooting outside the White House. Did, did you see the shot? I saw it. Yeah, he, yeah, that was cute. He, he was uh, he was escorted back in like pretty quickly. It, it was just uh, there was just some shooting outside uh, in like uh, in DC. It was just around. Like, it wasn't related. I don't think it was related then, but maybe. I don't know. America's crazy, bro. I didn't really read into it. America's insane. Yeah, there's actually, like, uh, there's a possibility there's, like, a lot of assassination attempts, like, on the president. It's just they don't like to talk about it. They, <laughs> they, they don't want people to get the idea. Like, you know, when you when you talk in the media about something, mm. it gets people's brains going i could do that gets them fired up gets them fired up so there's a possibility that there's a lot of attempts they just don't report on it because they don't want to promote that which is uh smart you know interesting uh, it makes you think about what they're trying to promote what's in the media i wonder who's gotten the closest uh yeah that sounds like a movie oh yeah i mean uh, trump has had a lot of uh, attempts really uh, yeah yeah it's uh it's scary yeah no they're, they're, they're pretty good at uh Secret Service is pretty fucking dope. Oh yeah, I think they're pretty on it. Well, they, they got a lot of um, they they got a lot of security like uh, tactics. Good so for them. I, I'm not. Worried, uh, Governor Newsom <laughs> says no money in the piggy bank to fund. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
fund Trump's 400 weekly un- unemployment order. Yeah, so he wrote this like uh, Trump extended the unemployment to $400 a week. He and... said no money in the piggy bank yeah, for yeah. something so serious. Wow. Yeah, and and you know the states have to provide a hundred dollars of that, so they have they have to get provide twenty five percent of that, and the federal I guess covers oh. the other three hundred. Oh, okay. And Gavin's like, we don't have that money, uh-huh. like we don't have. Uh, we're all tapped out, well, so uh, we, you know they're we, gonna start making cuts somewhere. Well, you know we pay so much in god, goddamn taxes. Like where the hell god does it go? Taxes. Where does like, it go? Where does it go, Gavin? Where does it go? Where where does money go? <laughs> like uh, you're talking about like years of taxes. It's just, it, whenever like these people talk, it's like I'm just like oh. Let's see. Um, this is kind of boring. All this news is boring. It's very boring. I'm bored. It's very boring. Yeah. Uh, Shia LaBeouf reportedly being eyed for Iceman role no. in the MCU. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I feel like I, I, I thought he was done with Hollywood. I thought he yeah. said he was never going to do a Hollywood movie again. Yeah, I don't know, man. They're eyeing him. I, that's kind of a funny like term, isn't it? Yeah. Like like they they like a like a they're leering at him. Like these these skeezy <laughs> uh, like like Hollywood producers are just like leering at Shia LaBeouf with their eyes, like just sexualizing him. Yeah. You know, thinking about what he'd look like in in ice and covered in ice and tight black speedos. Um, it'd probably look pretty good. Or, or yellow and blue, right? Because it's X Men. Do you ever watch that show where like Spider Man's with like? Yes. Hot Storm, or yes. whatever her name is, and like right. B- Bobby Frost, Iceman, whatever yeah, his name Spider-Man is. Yeah, Spider-Man and Amazing Friends, right? Yeah, Spider-Man and his I, Amazing I Friends. I love that show. Yeah. I, I loved it as a kid. Firestorm! It made me so happy. I It was it just blew... Like, when you're a kid, everything, dun, 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 dun. everything looks amazing. So, yeah. like, the animation looked so good. <laughs> I, I was, like, so... I loved it so much. Doctor Doom was in it, I remember. And, it, oh, my God, it was amazing. And then I watched it later, I'm like, wow, this is really, really, really bad. I liked yeah, when uh, they really pressed bad. the button and, oh, yeah, and the uh, walls, the walls would flip around. I, I I particularly enjoyed how he put on his mask and it kind of looked like a I don't know, it kind of looked like a condom. It was rolled up like the way a condom is, and it's just like it's just really kind of when you look at it now, it's like I don't know, that looks great. That's um, lit. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was good. It was good. Uh, I love that. I don't know. I don't know what else is there. I love the theme. What song. else is going on? All right, I think that that's gonna do it for the uh, for the news section. Oh yeah, probably. Give us better news next time. Yeah, better news, man. Come on. Like, what's with this news? More pressing. More pressing news. So we have an email from Joe, and he says, "Question: Hey, Forrest, big fan. I remember you saying you were homeschooled at one point. As somebody in the same position myself." I know there are many positive and negative aspects to that lifestyle. Do you have any reflections on that time in your life? What did you like about it and what did you hate about it? How do you think it changed you as a person? Thanks, Jack. Oh, I guess his name's Jack. Um, yeah, you should go first. Yeah, well, th- this is actually cool that Sean's here because we're actually both homeschooled. So, and, and, you know, I think we both have our own unique experiences with it because the thing with homeschooling is like everybody is so different. Whereas, like, the public school, it's, it's a very similar experience, mm-hmm. whereas each homeschooler kind of has their own way of, of doing it. Some homeschoolers are doing it for a religious reason. Some some are doing it just for a more ethical reason or, a, you know, uh, it, it really depends on the reasoning behind it and the curriculum you use or the curriculum that you don't use. A lot of homeschoolers 
just choose to kind of be unschoolers where they oh, yeah. they kind of focus on what the kids interested in and just kind of teaching like basic life skills and honestly that can be a lot more helpful than just kind of grinding through papers and test scores and focusing on like raising your SATs and stuff. Um, I had a lot of friends who, who didn't really focus on the academic side as much and they're just as, as successful as uh, the homeschoolers who focused on the academic side. For me, my mom, she was pretty, uh, she was like a taskmaster, you know, she, she gave me tests and I had due dates and I had to write papers and it was pretty much like real school, you know, just my mom was my teacher in all my subjects and I had curriculums like that she would buy. And as I got older, I kind of cared less and less. Like as I got into my teenage years, I kind of stopped taking the schooling as seriously. Um, that was kind of around the time when my YouTube was really starting to take off and I was making more money than my parents. And they're like, well, this is looking like a pretty good thing that he's doing. Like we should like let him explore that. So they couldn't really argue with me. You know, <laughs> I was, I was doing pretty well for myself. And when you're finding that kind of success at a young age, it's the, the, doing your math test, you know, trying to find the square hypotenuse of the angle of, you know, this triangle, it doesn't <laughs> right. really, seem, <laughs> it doesn't really relate. doesn't really like, seem that, yeah. that, that pressing of a matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely, um, appreciate my mom for being a, a good teacher and, uh, being flexible as I got older. But yeah, I, I, I really just think the best thing for me was just not going to public school. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the public schools in the United States are a total joke and I'm not going to be sending my kid there. No, not, not on my life. Never. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I plan to homeschool my kid and I think they're going to learn, uh, just as much, if not more than what the public schools in the United States are providing. Um, and then they also don't have the risk of, you know, being shot on a daily basis. Oh yeah. 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 There's a lot of pros. There's a lot of pros. Um, yeah, that's great uh, way of putting it. I, I, um, I'll just say, you know, how I got into it was uh, I did, um, honestly, it was like right out of first grade. Like after first grade for me, like we were just, you know, going full swing into me and my brother into homeschooling. Uh, my mom was just like, yeah, like I want to spend more time with you guys, you know, because I love you. You know, she was just like, I want to spend more time, you know, with, mm -hmm. you know, and that's really the reason, you know, but she, you know, she was, uh, she didn't like what they're teaching, uh, and, uh, at the school. And she's like, she wanted to really, uh, see what she could do, uh, to kind of focus what we wanted. Cause we were like both really art artistic and we liked, to, you know, I like drawing a lot. And my brother was also, uh, he liked sculpting, you know, and we, we, we had, you know, specific interests. I think it works a lot. I think homeschooling really works well for kids who you can tell that they have something they want to do and you go, okay, you obviously have something, a mission in your life, you know, something to do. So you should, you should be homeschooled. You should be like tutored at home. You know, you should really like, so you can hone that skill. And I find that, uh, that's a good way to tell uh, if you're, you know, it's a good candidate for homeschooling. Cause if they're just, if that kid's just thrown into the schooling system, you know, who knows if they're going to, who knows if they're going to do what they could have done if they had just focused on what they wanted to do, uh, you know, not had that curriculum, you know, thrown in, in their lives, you know? Yeah. It, um, it's kind of more interesting to watch a, a child develop naturally than 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Try to shove this um, silly propaganda down yeah. their throats and, from such a young age. And not to say that, like, you know, only only special children should be homeschooled. I think I think you'll find that a lot of kids, you know, are mostly like that. You know, if you just, you know, parents like, you know, sat down there. But, you know, I'm just kind of generalizing. But, you know, I think every child is special and every every person is special. And everybody has a unique thing that they, they, they're bringing into the world and it's nice when you have parents that treat kids like that and want to nurture, you know, nur yeah. nur nurture their, what they want to do in life. And because, you know, with I think school, we have to make parenting a, more of a priority in this country. Yeah, 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 like yeah, parenting yeah. has become such like a, a hassle for parents. Well, Cause like yeah. we expect both men and women to both work full-time jobs yeah. in America. And so like we just truck the kids off to, to preschool and then public school. And then they, come home and they have you know five hours of homework and it's like parenting is like becoming like a thing of the past yeah we need one adult at the house <laughs> managing the kids yeah yeah you know whether that be a man or a woman totally there should be someone there running the house yeah we and went, that's how it used to be we went backwards with that yeah you know, we went totally backwards and, with that. yeah and, and now we're raising generations of, of kids who aren't being parented yeah in the way that, in the way they, sh they should be so yeah i'm definitely gonna be homeschooling my kids um i'm really looking forward to that yeah, I won't be caught dead <laughs> sending them to, pu to public school. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, there, there's some regret. You know, I, I would have liked, uh, maybe liked the experience, but, you know, I I really honed, like, you know, my my uh, skills doing stop motion. And that was. Yeah. I Both mean, of us couldn't have so... <laughs> the jobs that we have now <laughs> if, if we went to public school. I mean, it, we could have. It was just taken, oh, I don't know, like another 10 years. Yeah, maybe? I'm impressed like, with, the, with the kids yeah. who weren't homeschooled who yeah. are doing stop Very motion now because it's like awesome. how did you find the time <laughs> yeah how did you they, find they, the they, time? Just, they just fill your yeah, day with yeah, busy yeah. work yeah yeah how, yeah, it's, I'm, it's impressive. We're very impressed. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're both very impressed. Yeah, but thank, right? thank, thankfully, both Sean and I had the time to develop like what we were actually interested in, and now yeah. we're doing that as a full time job, and we're both yeah. very happy. We're not, we're not, uh, you know, busting tables or, or or doing anything that um that 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 we don't find you know fun. Like we actually get to make money doing this kind of stuff yeah. that uh, that we enjoy. It's still hard work, but you know, it's uh, 
it's it's actually like a career. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the next email here. Okay, so uh, just so you guys know, we got our buddy Austin joining us for the rest of this podcast. He just dropped by, and we're gonna we're gonna hang out with him today. So you want to say hi, Austin? Hi, Austin. <laughs> All right, uh, good good shit. Um, so we're we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do another email here, and uh, Austin, feel free to you know add add your two cents. Baby mama drama featuring my sister from Savan. Hey, Forrest. My name is Savan, and I'm from Wisconsin. Me and you have had a few interactions, which is pretty cool. I'm a regular at your streams, so my name might look familiar. But boy, do I have a story for you. So, I have an older sister, Shantae. She's three years older than me, 19, and let's just say she's never been the brightest. Okay. She's always made bad choices and been a real knucklehead, while I'm her little brother and I'm more easygoing and smart and try to do the right thing. So we're pretty much polar opposites already. Off to a great start. (laughs) Off to the races. So when I entered high school a few years back, Shantae was a senior and I was a freshman. So I was thinking, yes, my sister's a senior, so I'm going to have all the friends and be so popular. But I was right. Kind of. She was popular, but for the wrong reasons. (laughs) Oh, no. She had the reputation of a whore. Like she fucked tons of dudes and she cheated on her boyfriend at the time. As I was a 14-year-old, I was kind of shell-shocked, and I didn't know how to handle it. So I went to my parents, and they confronted her, and she admitted she slept around a lot. So I'm like, holy shit, I don't even know you, because when we were younger, we were so close and nice to each other. But since then, we have become strangers, which I hate. Uh, So a few years passed, and long story short, she goes to college, eventually drops out after a year, and wastes 30 k out of pocket from my parents, and she also got scammed out of 2000 while she was at college and was in debt for a while, so that was interesting. But one fateful day, last year, I'm sitting at home playing Minecraft, and my mom is in another room freaking the fuck out. And I'm like, oh great, what did Shantae do today? What did Shantae do today? And I was like, I'm calling it, she's pregnant. And what do you know? She's pregnant, but get this, it's to some dude she's never... She was never even dating in the first place. Mm. Some wannabe gangster who thinks he's hard and shit. You get the picture. Real piece of shit. Like, he doesn't work. Allegedly hits girls. Just fucked up guy. And my parents are like, so what's the plan? You get an abortion? By no means do we support or dislike abortion. But what choice did she... Oh, what do you guys think about abortion, by oh, the way? Oh, Jesus. Austin? Uh, I mean, it's their body, their choice, you know? Good man. Good man. Right. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. And this is a tr- this is a fucking train wreck. But what choice did she really have because her life would suck and so would the kids because the dad doesn't care and she doesn't know what she's doing. And this really broke my parents' hearts. Like for me personally, I haven't been close with her for a long time, so I'm just not surprised by anything she does anymore. It's just one large disappointment at this point. So she continues with the pregnancy. She lived with us and his side of the family never talked to us. Like he didn't buy diapers, didn't see her or take care of her, nothing. But as soon as she has the baby, his mom shows up and everything, and that's where shit hits the fan. So his mom is an asshole. No surprise. And my parents have so much beef with him and everything. And at first, we were like, fuck him. We won't even put him on the birth certificate. And dude won't even have to pay child support, so he's off the hook. So my nephew is born. He's a little boy named Hudson, a family name. And things go all right. Then fucking corona happens. So we're like, okay, everyone, just stay put for the safety of my mom, who can easily get sick and the baby and fucking Shantae decides she wants to go get some dick and see the baby daddy. And my parents are like, no, don't do that for the sake of your son. And she said no and goes anyways. 
Eventually, she does this for months until she gets fed up of us telling her not to be so stupid because the guy just wants to fuck and he doesn't care about Hudson, but she's so obsessed with him. She moves in with his mom and him. Keep in mind, we live in the most dangerous city in Wisconsin and she's moving in to a real shitty area. So my parents are like, why? And she goes, I'm not happy here. So she moves out and eventually we find out that she's been selling drugs, drinking and all this stuff that a young mother really shouldn't be doing. So we're like, what the fuck are you doing, Shantae? Oh, and then one day we find out this piece of shit dude put his hands on her and beat my sister up. So my parents obviously flipped their shit and everything, and Shantae full-on ghosted us for months. She only recently started talking to us because she stole a thousand from my parents and then gave the money to my ba- to the baby daddy. We see Hudson now, and apparently she's getting kicked out of the baby daddy's mom's place. So she has no choice but to come home, but she said she is only staying for a few weeks. Oh, and she also allegedly changed Hudson's name to the baby daddy's name. So he went from having the sweet family name of Hudson to fucking Cavante and whatever his last name is. So that explains why when I see him. He doesn't respond to his own name. I'm not calling him that shit, though. Fuck that. But honestly, like, good that she's going to leave in two weeks because I don't want her around. I mean, I love her. She's my sister. And I want her to be safe. But at this point, after everything she's done and how many times she's used and blamed us, I don't want her in my life, to be honest. She's only coming home for a week or two just because it's her only option. If it were up to me, I'd tell her to fuck right off. But that's just me. Maybe I'm too harsh. But what do you think, man? I'm 17, but I fucking hate that I have to deal with this shit, dude. It's so fucked up. Hope this is juicy enough for you. Save on. Yeah, that was pretty fucking juicy, dude. Um, man, yeah, wow. that's just such a situation. That that is That is, yeah... Uh, Really appreciate you giving us that story. I mean, yeah, it's really, um, cause that's hard. Yeah. And you're treating it with the appropriate responses. Yeah. Uh, so don't think that you're in the wrong cause your responses from what I hear are totally right. Totally Super correct. legitimate. I mean, there's, there's yeah. so many, uh, pathways and points where things could have changed and it just seems like your sister is consistently making the wrong decision every single time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think, I think you, you, you nailed it right on the head at the beginning of the email. You know, she's just not the brightest. You know, some people just don't have that kind of, uh, that cognizance that is necessary to live a successful and happy lifestyle. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, it's good that you recognize that and, you know, you're not putting up with her bullshit anymore. Maybe one day she'll get better, you know, for the sake of the kid. But right now, you know, it's just out of your control. I mean, you can, you can only just, you know, watch it happen. I mean, you know, what, what, what do you guys, what do you guys think? Um, yeah, it's, it's, is there anything he can do? I don't know. It's certainly, it's certainly her decision, you know, whatever she does, she's a grown adult, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, uh, but, um, yeah, it, it is kind of tricky when you got a kid in the way there, a, a helpless child that, <laughs> you know, doesn't know, you know, can't do anything, you know? Yeah. I, I would just say, j- just focus on yourself being a good example for this kid growing up, you know, you're, you're his, you're his uncle. So he's going to look to you as uh, someone, uh, important in his life as he gets older. And the, the more you build yourself up and people around you, the, the more of a positive influence you'll be on him gro- going forward. You know, hopefully everything works out. Um, but yeah, like Austin said, that, that's, uh, that's pretty damn tragic, you know? It's, it's not a, it's not an easy situation that you're dealing with and I wish you the best. Yeah, I, I would just say, um, you know, you're uh, approaching it appropriately. Yeah, I just I would just say go with love as much as you can, as corny as it sounds. But eventually those people, those people eventually turn, turn around and go, oh, these were actually the people that were there for me. 
not the not the person I've been obsessed over for years. <laughs> so that's a little you know uh, light of hope right. for you that you could you know, rest on and just you know go with love because eventually they will see who was actually there for them. So. That's, that's what that's what I that's good advice yeah. I think uh, approaching it from a place of uh, empathy yeah uh, always be empathetic mm-hmm. you know always try and be empathetic but as as patient as you can <laughs> yeah D- don't don't let her like ever like walk all over you though you know don't ever like let her set the set the yeah. pace or make oh the yeah rules. set boundaries yeah, I think you, that, you have to set boundaries, boundaries is, is important yeah and um you know let her know when she's fucking up and you know let her know when enough's enough and uh distance yourself from that from that from that situation you know as hard as it may be mm-hmm. uh you, you just have to focus inward and hopefully uh that'll be enough to strike a positive influence in the in, in her life and potentially your nephew's life going forward okay let's move on to the next email yeah. if, if any of you guys have a life problem you're dealing with and you know you need my expert advice you can write in to just for clicks pod at gmail.com I'll do my darndest to, to kind of uh, facilitate the, the necessary advice that, that, that you need to solve all your issues and, and make all your dreams come true. Cool. All right. Lego Men Films. He says, uh, life advice, school troubles. Hey, Forrest. I've watched your videos for a while now and wanted some advice from you about some school stuff. I have this one guy who makes fun of me for liking Lego and doing stop motions. And since I'm going back to school in a couple of weeks, I'm going to have to deal with him again and I was thinking I might just quit my YouTube channel so I don't get bullied. Oh. What would you recommend? Mm-hmm. Uh, Down to yourself. Yeah, the thing is with these bullies is they're very, very insecure. I'll just mock them, you know. I'll just be like, you're a tough guy, huh? Big tough guy. What do you do at, at home, big tough guy? Just, just call him tough guy a lot. And then yeah. he'll, he'll like that. Yeah, yeah, tough guy is good. Yeah. I, I, What's up, yeah. tough guy? Tough guy. Hey, tough guy. Hey, yeah. tough guy. Because you're, you're mocking them, but in like... You're like in on it, like yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, you know, like you're funny. You know, like just laugh at them. The best it, thing you can do with a bully is laugh at them. It is. It really because, is because they are laughable. Laughter is, and really the the you know specific like genuine like oh man, you see the funniness in what they're doing. That's like really the key. The absurdity, the because absurdity you know absurdity of how deep, they're deep down they're they're actually you know hurting and they're they're trying to. Uh, move some of that hurt from themselves onto you. Yeah. So j- just bounce that shit right back to them. Yeah. You have a passion. That person does not. Their right. passion is. It's wrong. so true. Their their passion is wrong. It, their passion is uh, making others feel bad, and it's like that's <laughs> that person is miserable. <laughs> you know, they're absolutely miserable. And so. just remember that you know you guys are all young right now. You know, you're still in school, and this bully could uh, turn out to be you know a, a great great person one day yeah. you know um and for sure yeah and they, you know they're they're young in their uh thoughts and their brain is still forming and they're probably just going through a phase you know and most likely you know it, 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 these people kind of come around and be like oh wow i was just you know i, I should have been going with a lot more like uh, just being nice to people you know like one thing about bullies is a lot of them uh, kind of feed off other people's energy or responses. Yes. And and one way to do that is, is don't give them the time of day or don't give them the satisfaction of, of getting a response out of them, you know, because that's what ultimately these people are going after. You can't uh, you can't ignore them or else you're going to look like a fucking pussy, but you can't give them the, the response that they're looking for. You have, you have to kind of throw them a curveball. Okay, hopefully that helps. J- yeah, just, just call them tough guy a lot. Yeah, and also, you know, this is a bit, this is a bit crazy, but I would recommend... Actually, you know, be happy to see him in a weird way that it might not work, but try and 
be happy to have the interaction, and you might find you might get a different response out of them. Yeah, by your you got to find the humor that, in it. Yeah, emitting that energy, you know, emitting that response, they might go like, "What's going on?" You know, you're happy to see me. You know, it, it, it would be a, it's just a different way. You know, we keep doing your animations, man. Keep doing it. Don't, oh yeah, don't don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Double at all. down. Double down. If anything. <laughs> all right. So last email for today from Zay. He says, uh, hard times. Yo, Forrest, what's up? My name's Isaiah. You can say my name on air. I'm a longtime fan. Been watching since early 2009. Wow. And your creativity and hard work ethic have really inspired me and gotten me through a lot of my own art projects and creative pursuits. I'm 23 and I've honestly been going through a really tough time this last year. I went through a really painful breakup with the love of my life back in September 2019 after being together for almost three years. We lived together at the time, so I was forced to move back into a really small apartment with my family where I am still living today. Even now, I'm finding it so hard to pick myself back up and get my shit together. I have very little motivation to do anything, even the things that I know benefit me or even make me feel a little less bad. Working on my film, animation, and music projects helps a little, but that lack of motivation is even stronger than the normal feeling of resistance that artists feel when trying to get back on their art. Whenever I get excited about one of my projects or an aspect of something I'm working on, I want to be able to show her or tell her about it, but I just can't. There's been absolutely no communication for months, and I just haven't stopped hurting. I know there are a lot of way bigger issues going on in the world right now, which I myself am definitely affected by as well, but this is something that I just can't seem to shake, and I just would really appreciate your perspective on things. Anyway, if you've read this, thank you for taking the time to do so. Keep being you, and never stop doing the great shit that you do. Also, a late congratulations on your wedding, and soon-to-be baby girl. Take care, brother. Isaiah from Portland. Cool. Sweet. Thanks for writing in, Isaiah. Um, I've been through uh, similar situations, and I got to tell you, it does get better with time. Time heals all wounds. It's not going to feel like this forever. One of the things that helped me growing up and figuring you know, the situations out with girls, I mean, that's a rough situation. You were yeah. with her for almost three years. That's a long-ass time. It, so That will take time. So it's, it's, it's going to take some time. Yeah. Don't kick yourself for feeling like you haven't got over her in the right amount of time. You know, yeah. everyone takes the, the amount of time that they need to, to get over it. But one of the things that helped me was just changing my routine, breaking up my my kind of thought patterns by doing new and exciting things. Putting myself in situations that I was uncomfortable in or unfamiliar with is a really good way to kind of test your mental fortitude and to kind of uh, break yourself from the loop that you're that you're in. Because if, if you're still doing stuff and still thinking about how she would respond to it and what she would say, yeah. you know, you're not in the right headspace. You, you kind of have to make new friends date more even if you're your heart's not fully in it just do it just to kind of get your mind off things i, I think i think that's really important uh what, what would you say sean um i would say uh yeah like it's it sounds like you're going through a bit of stuff i would say just focus on being a little better every day you know try try to be a little, try to be a little happier every day if you're way down and just try and want to get way back up again, it's so much harder. But if you try and work your way up little by little, it's a lot, it's a lot easier <laughs> instead of going from, you know, zero to a hundred. So I would just say, you know, be patient. Yeah. What, what, what about you, Austin? I mean, breakups are hard regardless if it's six months or three years, obviously three years, it's going to take some time to heal, but time is what Forrest said. Time does heal all wounds. 
but it will get better. You know, put yourself back out there. Just try to work, work and focus on your projects um, in terms of finding inspiration. Go back to what first inspired you to create. Kind of go back to what you looked forward to doing in your creative endeavors and, and dig deep into the things that make you happy or the things that you want to communicate with your art and, and kind of work with that and analyze, like analyze what, uh, what things you want to communicate and what things make you happy because ultimately this art is for other people, but it's also for you. Yeah. So, so do what makes you happy. And then it, it takes time to do so. I mean, it's, it's, it sounds like you're in a pretty rough spot right now, but things will get better for sure. Yeah. See if you can t- kind of channel some of that anxious energy you're feeling in, into your art. See if you can kind of turn a, a negative into a positive, uh, potentially. And yeah, I like what Austin said about kind of returning to the roots of where that spark, that passion came from. And, uh, sometimes it can be easy to forget. Uh, why we're doing things and we kind of like lose track of ourselves so returning to that place that once inspired you uh can be really healthy and and really uh, important um yeah it's uh yeah this this is a this is a personal one for me just because like i can i feel like i can relate to the situation and uh for me like i said just just kind of changing my routine you know whatever you're doing right now obviously isn't working so so change it don't do the same things you've been doing just get out of your bubble Try to figure out different things you can do. Maybe if you're if you're exercising, I don't know if you exercise or not. Uh, definitely, you should be exercising every day, mm-hmm. going on runs, uh, lifting weights, um, pushing your body to the limit. Change the food you eat. Change the people you're talking to. Just change your life enough to where your your brain kind of does a hard reset. So yeah, that'll do it for the podcast for today. Uh, if you, like I said, if you guys have any kind of uh, questions, concerns hot takes, juicy stories, send them in to justforclickspod at gmail.com. You can always uh, email me there. And um, where, where can we follow you, Sean, on, on socials? Oh, you can find me uh, on, uh, well, on YouTube. Uh, just type in Sean Willits. And also on uh, Instagram, I post pretty much every day uh, on Instagram. It's Sean underscore Willits. Nice. And uh, on Twitter, I post every day <laughs> on twitter it's a big poster it's a big poster big big old, uh just uh at filmy guy what about you austin uh, i'm on youtube at austin ramey ramey spelled r-a-m-e-y not r-a-m-s-e-y Ooh, sweet <laughs> the chef i wish and then uh on twitter <laughs> at real austin ramey and instagram at the real austin ramey Nice. And I'll, I'll include uh, links to all that in the description. But thanks for listening, guys. And uh, join us next week for another uh, Just for Clicks podcast. Thanks, guys. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 